Welcome to another episode of Get Smarter. I'm your host, Laura Acker. Oh my goodness, Laura Pullman, along with my co-host. I'm Ben. Um, we're here to talk about the next two episodes of Get Smart. If you listen to our first podcast, you kind of know our format. Um, we'll go through the episodes and we'll just kind of talk about it. It's pretty casual. Yep. So today we watch School Days and Our Man in Toyland. We'll start with School Days. It's episode three, season one. Do we have the dates? Uh, it was Its original air date was October 2nd, 1965. It was written by Stan Burns and Mike Marmer. And the director of this one was Paul Boggart. Sweet. Like a Boggart from Harry Potter? Yes, except for um, a few days before uh, J.K. Rowling did that. Ah, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, we're nerds. Um, we'll never apologize for being a nerd. I'm not sorry. Okay. Sorry for you. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we are recording this on Easter. We might be a little bit punchy. It's been a long weekend. Lots of family. Y'all know how that is. No, I'm just a jerk. <laughs> <clears throat> nice. Okay, so in this one, Max is going to spy school. He's going back to spy school, but it's, it's kind of, it's not really a whodunit, it's a who is it. Oh, that's a good way to yeah, look at not, it. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's kind of like a, uh, somebody is a chaos infiltrator, and Max's uh, is, uh, job is to figure out who it is. And he's pretty sure it's one of the three new recruits. So he's getting into the spy school, and uh, of course he pulls up to the address, knocks on the door. Well, first he's got a few contacts with with passwords. Yeah. So the um, three guys give him packages for what he needs for spy school, and one of them is the password: "You must." Oh, when the moon is full, the tide is high. Mm-hmm. So then he pulls up to the. To the address. Yep. Did you notice that the chief does not appear in this episode? He doesn't. I no. didn't notice that. Even when Max talks to him on all of his little devices that he uses to talk to him, which, going into this podcast, I thought was just going to be the shoe phone. Nope. I there was realize... no shoe phone in this episode. Yeah. In- instead, he had another phone uh, in his car. Um, keep, keep in mind this, because in his car, he has a phone, which he uses as a phone. Which may not sound that interesting now, but just wait. We'll get back to that. So yeah. right now there's a phone in his car. It's a car phone, but it's just a regular rotary 1965 but phone. Again, back in this time, that would have been amazing technology. Having that in a car? Yeah. Cordless? Yeah. I don't think it could have been done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even back in the 90s, they had car phones, maybe even in the 80s. But in the 60s, this was unheard of technology. So it's just, just some of the ridiculous things that they had as their tech that we take for granted today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he th- he goes up to the address. He's talking to the chief on his watch. He does not need to use the earpiece this time. Um, you mean the, the iPhone headphones that he, he had in yeah. the first episode? <laughs> the iPhone the headphones in his Apple watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's saying, oh, this is a great location for the spy school. Nobody would ever guess it. So knocks on the door, and who comes to the door? Some uh, sweet old lady. Mrs. Green. Mrs. Green, and... Uh, he gives them the password. The when the moon is up, when the moon is full, the tide is high. And of course, she she kind of rolls her eyes and says, "You just want you must want that secret spy school that's next door." <laughs> it's 
So, guess it's not so secret after all. No, well, I mean, there's there's gunshots. There's uh, there's a lot of ruckus going on over there. I think Mrs. Green is gonna know. That's uh, true. Mrs. Green, I don't know how I remember this, but uh, Mrs. Green played by Kitty Kelly, not the same Kitty Kelly who is the author of all the uh, uh, biographies that are, uh, uh, let's just say, not favorable to the subjects. Uh, she did uh, Frank Sinatra, oh. uh, the Bush family. So she does a lot of uh, she does a lot of uh, uh, biographies where uh, she kind of let's uh, she's not very nice to their so subjects. So to reference uh, Harry Potter again, she's Rita Skeeter. Rita Skeeter. Sure, Rita Skeeter. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. Apparently, I am on a Harry Potter kick today. There is an actress who happens to be the same as an author of the same name. But right, whatever. but it's not the same person. So, uh, uh, Max in this episode, he goes undercover as a student mm-hmm. uh, named uh, Alexander Loomis. Yep. And um, in comes 99. And she. Okay. And Fang. They Fang? they both have code words. Fang is Morris. I don't know if 99 necessarily has a code I didn't notice her code name. I didn't write anything down because I'd never heard her say it. He anything. calls her 99. I don't think she yeah. might. She might have been playing herself. She she might be a a, a bit of an instructor. You okay. Know. That makes sense. She's kind of just following Max around. Like, if I was another student, I'd be like, why is that female agent just following the student around and maybe it's like a continuing education course or something Could where where, where the the spies are uh, um, required to do a certain amount of, of uh, credits in uh, in in a continuing education I know okay. that sometimes uh, uh, teaching yeah you, teachers you, have to you do get that. you get tech you get some continuing education credits for teaching too yeah and they have so, to keep that up I yeah. guess. That makes sense. Lawyers, doctors, they all have, have that kind of thing. So maybe this is the same kind of deal. That makes sense. So there's uh, three three new recruits that Max is pretty sure one of these guys is is the culprit, is the contr- the chaos agent in disguise. Yep. For some reason, the European section of control sends three guys to uh, to train it with the American version, along with uh, uh, their uh, control European counterpart, Hillary Gainsborough. Who, who comes along with them. Mm-hmm. Do, you have, do you have the names of the three? I didn't write those down. I should have. Each, 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 uh, each of the new recruits, or say, the, the trainees, has a, uh, um, a very distinctive quality which uh, doesn't show up in any of their training, or any of their, their, uh, their uh, agent profiles, because... Uh, you know, it, 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 any any infiltrator is going to get access to that agent profile and memorize it up and down. So you have to find stuff that's not in there. There's uh, there's Grillic, who is a heart shaped birthmark on his right knee. There's Dimitri, who speaks in rare East Himalayan dialect. And there's Zukor, who has very distinctive handwriting because apparently they came up with uh, two uh, very good qualities and then they just phoned in the third one i think they phoned in two of them because the eastern himalayan dialect i thought was pretty phoned in as well yeah but it, it's kind it's kind of it's out there yeah, I, mean, I guess it's, max tells the jokes is iki uki muki mawa awa ahaha <laughs> so uh is that what he actually said or i have no idea <laughs> okay you just made it up <laughs> i'm just making it up because uh you know that's what we do 
Okay, so they, um, the three of them and Max go to weapons training where they learn about all the new control weapons. Mm-hmm. And including a rifle that can be put together in three seconds. Mm-hmm. Fits in a handy dandy carrying case. Mm-hmm. That'll come up later. Um, they do a little karate, and yep. Max Max uh, claims that he can uh, break eight boards. Can you believe it? Eight boards. I find that very hard to believe. Would you believe seven? No, I still don't believe that. How about a loaf of bread? <laughs> so a, a, another one of those. Uh, Chalk it um, up. Yep, we'll chalk that up on the counter. Uh, we also had an and loving it in this episode we, too. We did. Uh, you'll be in danger every moment. And loving it. Yep. So, so we we can mark one on the would you believe it counter and one on the and loving it counter. Uh, and if we were paying attention, uh, two, three, I don't know. Eventually, we'll start paying attention yeah. probably, but uh, maybe not. We'll we'll just bring it up at least that yeah, we'll that bring those it up. are the uh, the running gags. We're we too two. lazy to actually keep a counter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I'm sure we can find one online. Uh, so then they, they the, learn... Also the razor hat. The razor hat and the wristwatch strangle. Yeah, so the, the razor hat, uh, which, I mean, I believe... I, I mean, I know that it was in the James Bond movie Goldfinger. Odd, odd job. Uh, Goldfinger's henchman had a, uh, had a razor, uh, hat. And, uh, considering that came out in the 64. Okay. And this one came out in 65. I'm sure it's a direct reference. And, sure. uh... Uh, one of the uh, students actually takes the hat and 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 knocks a, a head off a statue, and which, so it's which is which James is Bond. which is just what Odd Job does, and then of course it's Max's turn. Mm-hmm. Throws it, and it's a wild throw over the fence, just a bit outside. <laughs> yeah, over the fence, and Mrs. Green comes through the gate and says, "I've warned you. This time, you don't get your hat back. <laughs> I'm keeping it." Standard. Uh, neighborly um trope yep yep and then there's the wristwatch strangle where there's a strangle cord hidden in a wristwatch you just pull it out pull it out two of the guys did it successfully then it's max's turn pulls it out all the way can't use it yep pulls pulls out the watch string how is this guy how did this guy become one of control's top agents (laughs) (laughs) but that's the joke i guess right yep so, then they go to, um, they're trying to get into the files because they want to see if any, if the uh, files that the school has references anything mm-hmm. of the three traits that these bad guys, possible bad guys have, these new recruits have. At, at this point, they're all a little bit shady. In fact, you had mentioned, uh, I think it's, I think it's all three of them. Yeah, I really thought it was going to be all three of them. Um, and it might be, we'll get to that. Um, so Max has a special bomb. Plastic explosives. Plastic explosives. Which apparently has been around since the 19th century, so that, I, I, I didn't know if that was going to be some huh. kind of, uh, really up-to-date, neato kind of, uh, kind of a thing, but no, because, you know, there's C4 now, that's right. all plastic explosives. Uh, but apparently it's been around for, for quite some time, okay. so. Well, well, this special one should open the safe without damaging the safe. It should just open things. That's its that's its job. Cool. Well, I mean, it's he's he's control. It's control yeah. property. I mean, you don't yeah. want to destroy it. No, exactly. So this would open the safe without destroying the safe. So he puts it, turns it on, pulls pulls the pin. Works like a charm, right? Mm, this is Maxwell Smart. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Every single file drawer opened in the room, and there were a lot of them, except the safe. <laughs> and at this, in walks the dean. 
he's busted. So he has to he has to reveal himself. He says, "No, I, I'm actually Maxwell Smart." Oh, likely story. And I'm gonna call control. Uh, please don't do that. Why? So we you can prove that it's not that you're not um, actually an agent. No, I'm afraid you'll tell the chief that I'm failing weapons class. <laughs> oh, that that cracked me up. Immediately cut to Max in his in his uh, in his dorm room, um, getting ready for for bed at night, mm-hmm. sitting at the desk writing something, as mm. people did in the sixties. And and, and uh, uh, in comes a hand with a knife. Yes, all you see is the door open, a crack, and uh, a left hand with a glove and a knife. Evidently. And Max needs to put something in the drawer. So he bends over. Thunk. Knife in the wall, right where his head was. Yep. Max doesn't hear it. He gets up, goes to his closet. Opens the door. Thunk. Knife right in the door, right where Max just was. No idea. Completely oblivious. Grabs his suitcase, opens it up. Thunk. Third one. Knife in the suitcase. Door slams. Finally, Max perks up, realizes yeah. something's wrong, but that uh, just goes back to it. Yeah, well, he heard the door slam, so he went to the door. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's and then right. in comes 99. Yeah. So she sees the knives. There's so, an assassination attempt on, on Max's life. So somebody knows. Somebody knows. Max goes back to school the next day to talk to the... He's talking to the dean, and then the European ambassador comes up to, and he's like, Maxwell Smart, and Max is like, what? How do you know who I am? It's okay. We... It's okay, it says the dean. I told him he's, you know, he's he's in on it. Fair enough. Dean Watson. Dean Watson. Okay. Dean Watson. Yeah. Yeah, you're better at writing down the names than I am. No, I gotta write something though. <laughs> so Max says, you know, we can tell that it's left-handed. Unfortunately, all three of these guys are also left-handed. Would you believe it? All three are left-handed. That's not a quote from the show, but it's kind of like a. What are the odds? Would you believe it? All three are left-handed. So now we need to figure out who it is. So Max goes to Dimitri. Well, he t- he's gonna he's gonna test all three of their uh, all three of their unique qualities. So, right. uh, um, I mean, I didn't write down the order, but I mean, the order doesn't really matter too much. I, it doesn't really. I just have the order because that's the order. Well, I if you wrote it down, then it's probably the order. <laughs> <laughs> Detective work right here on Get Smarter <laughs> as as we go. We are secret agents, high quality. If you wrote it down first, it likely happened first. Well, then the first thing that I wrote down, assuming I didn't write it in reverse order, was uh, the funny joke. Yeah, he tried telling a funny joke. Dimitri didn't laugh. It was in, in Eastern Himalayan. Um, I'm wondering if Max just was saying gibberish to him, or... He's, he he might have gotten the punch wrong. He says, he's maybe he's heard it before, or maybe, maybe I told it wrong. Yeah. So he admits Or that, maybe Dimitri is the agent. Yes. And doesn't actually speak East Himalayan. So then they need to test out the handwriting. Zucor. Zucor's handwriting. So they make up a fake class, and you're right. Ninety nine's kind of teaching the class, so mm. she must she must just be herself. We'll just say ninety nine's getting continuing education credits for teaching a few courses, whatever. Yeah, so she's teaching uh, how to pass messages. So Zucor and Max pass a message. Zucor wrote wrote it down. Um, Max had him write it down on his back so that he had a nice flat surface. Mm-hmm. Um, Zucor hands him the message. Max is trying to read it. Zucor says, wait, isn't it standard practice to destroy all messages? And Max says, yes, yes it is. And memorizes it. Memorizes it, and then Zucor takes it. 
But don't worry, there's a Max is Max is kind of smart in, he, in this situation. He has a backup plan. He has a special carbon paper jacket. So uh, when uh, Zukor was writing on his uh, writing on the paper using his back, it was bleeding through. Uh, I don't know if you ever wrote checks recently. That's pretty much the only way that carbon paper is still used. It's kind of another uh, yeah, another '60s thing, but that's not even legit carbon paper because carbon paper is quite nasty for you. I remember the smell uh, when I was in school um, when we would uh, throw the the paper away at, in the recycling at the end of the day. Yeah. I just remember pulling out all that carbon paper. So I mean, we still used it in the '90s. Sometimes, yeah, but now, now it's pretty much checked. They didn't use it anymore when I was in school. Okay. And we're only three years apart, so in, somewhere in between <clears throat> when you were in school and when I was in school... They, they realized it. it was terrible. <laughs> so if, if you don't know, carbon paper is kind of a way that uh, you could... If you wrote on, on paper, it would kind of put, press through to another sheet or even two sheets. Uh, you, I mean, you, you might have seen it where you can you, you tear off the top sheet and then it's written underneath, like a check. You yeah. get you get copies of checks when you write on a check it kind of bleeds through to the next page yeah. and you get a kind of a copy of what you It's had the written. same technology it's not just not carbon paper Except anymore. for here his uh, suit jacket was the carbon paper the the inky part and mm -hmm. the, then underneath when he took the jacket off he had an exact uh, copy of what uh, Zukor had written right. So Zukor to me seems super shady then when he came back to get Max's shirt because that's why I was like, oh, it's going to be Zucor. Taps him on the shoulder. Yeah, give me, the, like, give me the jacket, you, you give me the, the shirt. You got the jacket, you give me the shirt. But it was like, that just seems so shady to me, the way that he did it. So, so the it's like, two for two, like, they're a little shady. Yeah, I mean, the first guy, I was just like, okay, Max probably just told that wrong. But he yeah, like, the first guy, I don't know if you've ever seen like old like cartoons of the, the Bugs Bunny and the... The, mm -hmm. the Scooby-Doo's where you got the guy who kind of comes on, he, he talks like, uh, you know, yes, master. Yeah. Kind of, uh... He seemed like he probably wouldn't laugh at a joke anyway. But this mm. guy, I was like, this guy's soups shady. Mm. So I was I was ready to to just be like, okay, it's this guy. But, so he took, took Max's jacket so he couldn't compare the handwriting. Mm. So, we're over for 2. Now, to look at for the heart-shaped knee... The heart-shaped birthmark. Heart-shaped birthmark on the knee, on how, the right knee. How do you get someone's knee exposed to, to look at it? Well, this guy's constantly practicing karate, so Max decides to try a little judo Let's on challenge him. him. Immediately knocked to the ground. They're scuffling. Well, it's judo, so that's what that is. It's they, they, You go to the ground and you get each other in holds. Oh, okay. Max finds a right leg, pulls up the, pulls up the pants. No birthmark. No birthmark. They, we, we, we got our guy. He's shady. So let's stand up. Max accuses him. Looks down. I knew as soon as I saw your... Um, well, Max's leg was... Pat yeah. leg was pulled up. Max and he looked at his own knee. Looked at his own knee. And yeah, so... 0 for 3. 0 for 3. So Max says, okay, he calls up... The dean and the East European, or not the East European, the European ambassador and says, okay, we need Gainsborough. to Gainsborough. We need to meet. I know who it is. We're meeting at 530 in my room. While this is going on, 99 is teaching uh, the three recruits how to lip read. Yeah, so they can So all... They're, they're all kind of looking in there. And as, as Max is saying, he knows the infiltrator. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously speaking very, prono pronouncing every word so that... They can't. I mean, he's he's onto this. They, this was part of the plan. Uh, they can tell what he is saying, and he knows who the infiltrator is, so that they can all be there. Yep. So they kind of each of them look shady as. Yeah, they're you know. all like, 
This is exactly where I was like, it's all three of them. It's all three. It's gotta be. Because they all look nervous. Mm-hmm. So then... So oh. Max, you know, grabs the rifle and... Yeah, he's he's scrawling through, getting shot at. Mm-hmm. This rifle that can get put together in three seconds. I'm here. sure the rifle can get cut together in three seconds. Unfortunately, it's Max and he can't even get the case open. He can't open the case. As, as he's getting shot at. So uh, him and 99 taken prisoner. Yep, um, the the bad guy, whoever's shooting at him, runs out of bullets, but knocks him out with the butt of the gun. Oh, yeah, that's how they don't okay. see who it is. Max and 99 kind of wake up together, tied up together. Strapped to dynamite and a candle. The wick yeah. is burning down and is getting close to the, uh, the fuse of the, the yeah. dynamite. Yeah, so the fuse of the dynamite's wrapped up in this candle. Fine. <laughs> well, they're screaming their heads off. There's... No one's coming. But there's there's still one agent that, who can who can help them, and uh, Max calls for them. He just special kind of, dog whistle. Uh, the dog whistle. I didn't hear you whistle. Well, uh, yeah, any only dogs can eat or hear it. It's Morris, uh, who we know is really Agent K thirteen. Fang. Yay. My favorite agent at control. So all he has to do is blow out the uh, the candle, and and they're saved. He won't do it. It's a dog. How's well, he supposed to blow out the candle? How do you get people to blow out candles? Oh, I know. How? Happy birthday to you. We better not sing the rest of this song because it's pretty well copyrighted. I think I think the copyright just ended on oh, that. Oh, sweet. Happy birthday, dear <laughs> Fang. Happy birthday to you. Fang blows out the candles in a uh, in a great example of uh, of sixties TV 60s magic. Sixties TV magic. You could tell they just he barked and they just put a sound in there. I don't know if you can hear that. It's kind of like like a little blow blowing out of the candle yeah. sound. Based but. on what what our readings are, I'm guessing I'm guessing it picked up. There we go. All right. So, um Max saves their Fang saves the day again. I think that's the second time in three episodes that, that Fang, Fang saves, saves the, the day, day almost every episode. So, um Max goes to the room. Max and 99 go to the room to to make their accusation. One by one, they realize that none of the three yep. people are the ones that uh, that are the infiltrators. So Dimitris Max kind of starts. Dimitri talks in Himalayan. Yeah. Um, Zucor writes down something. Yeah, he has the, the match. The, the signature matches. The other dude shows him his right knee. There's a heart-shaped birthmark. So uh, out of desperation, Max kind of looks in the room and really <laughs> accuses just the next person. <laughs> Just accuses someone. He he accuses uh, Hillary Gainsworth and uh, the European the, ambassador. The ambassador and of course Gainsborough's first first response is, "You accuse me of that flimsy evidence?" Or no, because he's left-handed. So yeah. so that because he's left-handed, Max accuses him and he goes, "You accuse me of that fliz- flimsy evidence?" And Max replies, "No, I have more flimsy evidence." <laughs> and what was his more flimsy evidence? I don't remember. I was writing down the. <laughs> I know it it's because that, he's left-handed, and it was, and that he was the only other one that he, knew. He was, that's right. He's the only one who knew that Max was Max, Max. at so, the time. And so he confesses, he confesses. Yeah, he confesses. for some reason. Yeah, just really like easy to get him to confess. Yeah. It was, TV magic. We have thirty seconds yeah. left in the episode. We have he to... confessed in the time of plot. Yes, because of plot. And so the uh, the main dean of the school's like, oh, I can't believe it. And Max says, yeah, I'm glad that it was him because it was either you or me. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't I. Me. 
99 replies. No, me. I would never accuse you, 99. No, 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 not me. You, you're trying to you're fix supposed to say grammar. me, so. Yeah. Trying to fix his grammar. So, Max is leaving. Talked about how secure the spy school is. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's, it's very important that uh, that uh, this stay is a secret, because if everyone knew about this, uh, we would all be in terrible danger. Gentleman walks up. Is this Mrs. Green's house? No, that's the spy school. Mrs. Green, Mrs. Greenhouse is that one. Right next door. Oh, so Max is the one who... <laughs> he blabbed. Blab, blab. Ah, funny ending of the joke. Funny. And uh, that's episode three, School Days. Onward to episode four, Our Man in Toyland. Which is actually a uh, reference to the film and the novel, Our Man in Havana. Really? Yeah. What's I don't it? know what happens in oh, it. okay. Like, you just know... Other... Wikipedia, ladies and gentlemen. Wikipedia! <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently there's another episode uh, coming up in the next in this season that also references our man in Havana and really? our man in uh, our man in Leotard I think it's called okay so whoever stay tuned whoever writes get smart must really like that movie yep. or book yep what's it about I don't know because Wikipedia Wikipedia maybe for the next episode we'll like read a synopsis of that movie because I doubt we'll actually sit through it <laughs> So this one also written by Stan Burns and Mike Marmar, just like the last episode. Uh, directed by Don Richardson. Um, first original air date. I don't know why I keep saying first. It's first original. Yeah. It's the one-time first original air date. The Redundancy Dep- Department of Redundantness. Thank you. Uh, original air date, uh, 10-9 of 65. Okay. Sweet. So, so cruising now we go on to the Department of the Funny Walks. What? You made a Monty Python joke. Oh, okay. So I made one, too. <laughs> now let's all have spam. Spam, spam, spam. Okay. Okay. So, we, uh, yeah. We open up. Max is following a delivery truck for Bauer's department store. Pretty mm-hmm. standard stuff. Um, this is where we get to the funny bit about the car phone from yep. last episode. So last episode, if you remember, the car phone. Yep. Actual car phone. Yep. This time he's also talking to the chief from his car, but in the, instead of a phone in his car, he's uh, using a cigarette lighter, speaking into it, putting it up to his ear. You know, the receiver and a microphone, apparently. Yep. All in one cigarette lighter. Which is just crazy. You yep. Get, you got to speak, so, then put it to ear, then speak, then put it to ear. But, uh, but he pulls out a cigarette. Because it's Maxwell Smart. I think he, I thought, uh, here I'm thinking he's going to light it from the cigarette lighter. No, or he's, he's just pulling it out so that the driver may, thinks it looks like he's just lighting a cigarette. But he has a cigarette lighter in the car. <laughs> it's his phone. He has the, a phone in the car. The car phone in the car is the cigarette lighter. The cigarette lighter is the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Wah>. So, <laughs> watches the delivery driver uh, hand off a, a package and drive away. So, Max goes to investigate and... Barrels through the door. Falls right into the alley. There's just, there's nothing there. Just right through the door, right into the alley. And Chief, I think 121 Linden Street is a front. The, yeah. It's it was a literal just a front. front. It, the literal, building was just a front. Literal front. So, I mean, before we go any further, I just kind of like to uh, say speak about one of the reasons I really like Get Smart. Yeah. It gives you an idea of what it was really like to, just to live uh, back in this in this time period and, and see the difference between this time period and, and last time period, cause, or now. Because, I mean, back then, there were department stores just like now. Mm-hmm. 
But it, it really gives you a, an idea of what department stores were like back then, and they're they're not like what they are now. Uh, you had the you know I mean it, I'm sure at one point the department stores I don't know when they started, but I mean you'd you'd go to one store you'd, that that's where you buy your men's clothes. You go to another store that's where you buy the the toys, and you go to another store that's your music store. Now we have department stores where everything's in uh, in one place, mm-hmm. but each of them have. Uh, like an actual clerk that's that's working the working the 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 that department right it's not go grab your shopping bring it all up to the front I well mean, and department stores in that style are actually failing like around here we have the store yonkers and they're mm. closing all of them um and they had actual departments where there was the shoe department with a shoe clerk mm. and the perfume department with the perfume clerk and the purse department with the purse clerk, but Target and Walmart are thriving. So mm. the types of stores where you do just grab everything and come up front. But the, it's just an example to me, and, and there's 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 a lot of examples later on where it, I mean this is when you were when you weren't at home watching television, you were you were out in, in the real world, and this was just a a, a really cool example to me of sure. of what the real world was like for them that's a valid point i mean you you watch shows like uh like uh i don't know the mary tyler moore show or or, i mean they she's at home and she's at work and those are your two sets from 95 percent of the episodes it's true uh dick van dyke i mean there's his home and his his office. office um valid even even I mean, it, it's just really cool to me how, how just to get an idea of what everyday life was back was like back then, and I think this is just a cool example of that. Sure, yeah, no, that's like all t- old TV. Well, mm-hmm. not all, because you gave some examples of it not being, but like even like Brady Bunch, you watch that, and there's one episode where they had to like collect stamps from a store in order to trade them in for a prize, and our yeah, mom exactly. was mom. Our mom was like, "We used to, I, I, I used to have the stamp book. I used to do that." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? What? They're... And then my mother-in-law, we were, we just got, my husband and I just bought a new set of china off of, like, from an auction, some old, old china. We just wanted to have some because we thought it would be cool. And Chris from Whiskey and Mash and Chris Reed Books and other podcasts on this network, um, apparently his mom and dad had the same set. His mom got him with stamps at the grocery store. But um, stamps actually, like, they gave you good stuff because you look at this china, we went on the website, and if you wanted to order new stuff from the website, it was $500. We got it for, like, 60 bucks, 80 bucks at a on an auction. There's there's also a, a, an episode later on in Get Smart about collecting stamps. Oh, really? In uh, 99, working in the, the, the actual warehouse where, okay. where they, they, they send you the stuff that you, you collect the stamps for. Oh, nice. So, so yeah, just interesting. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the department store. Max is making his rounds with all the agents. Man, if you're playing Agent Bingo or if you're playing Get Smart Bingo here, you got you're you're gonna get yourself a lot of spaces. Yeah. I actually wrote down the agent numbers for this one. Yeah, there's there's Agent Twelve. In agent Twelve is Santa. Santa Claus. So Max sits on his lap and it's not conspicuous at all. He's he's informed that there's a uh, a suspicious gentleman walking around and explains him and. Mm-hmm. You know, Max well, not wanting to, to look too suspicious says we should wrap this up. It's going to start looking weird. And yep. Santa adds on my... Uh, a lolly. A lolly. <laughs> so we have Agent 12. Uh, we had Agent 53 in the mirror.
Blowout? No. It's they were smuggling out plans to the uh, uh, Project Skyblast, which is a new secret missile missile program, and they were uh, they were smuggling out information okay. uh, to agents, uh, to chaos agents about that. So. Okay. And then we go to the perfume counter where our classic Agent Ninety Nine is working. No, no, we have Ninety Nine. That that's a free space. We don't. That's not. Yep, that's not. We're a... done with Secret Agent Bingo, I guess. <laughs> so. Um, 99 talks to him about a new perfume, Jasmine, and her boss comes up. And well, she... no, no, no. Jasmine is the is the code word for I'm in danger. Oh. So she, uh, 99 realizes that, that that someone is on to them. So she gives them the, the secret code word, uh, meaning that she's in danger, which okay. is Jasmine. Okay. And the, her, her boss comes up. Con- chaos agent. Well. Every, yeah. Uh, Mr. Bunny, they call him. Yeah. Mr. Bunny, and he carries hair, around a stuffed bunny for some reason. A blue one. Hair Whatever. bunny. Hair, bu- hair bunny. Get it? Yeah. Hair bunny. Because he's German. Mr. Bunny, hair. Hair, hair bunny. and Fraulein. It's hair bunny. Yep. So. These are the jokes, folks. So Max knows that she's in danger, and he needs to warn the chief. So, yep, so he uh, goes across the street to the restaurant. Uh, goes to a waiter. We need to use emergency telephone plan C. Waiter wheels the cart with the steam tray over to the chief's table. Opens oh. it up and guess who's inside? Do you know? Did, did you write this one down? I did not write this one down. I don't know if they mentioned it in the show because I was waiting for it because there was one more agent that was mentioned on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, which I couldn't figure out who it was. I'm assuming it's this this guy in the uh, in the in the cart. Uh, uh, agent twenty five is is what's in Wikipedia. Okay. So I'm assuming. Well, no, sorry. Twenty five is American. Uh, thirty four. Sorry, I apologize. Agent thirty four is is mentioned as uncredited in there, and and, hmm. and, and so I'm assuming that's who this is. Because he shows up twice. Yeah. So he tells the chief we need to use emergency telephone plan C. Which is they both go to separate <laughs> telephone booths and pretend they're talking to other people. Another while they're talking to themselves. Blast from the past. Telephone booths in restaurants or anywhere. Max also smoking. Yeah. In the restaurant. Yeah. Crazy. So back then, completely normal. Yeah. Why wouldn't he smoke in a restaurant? Right. He's so, having lunch. Max he is in. A, Max is in a telephone booth. Chief gets into the next telephone booth. <laughs> Max comes out, knocks on the door. I forgot the phone number to your telephone booth. So, so Chief gives him the telephone booth. <laughs> and, now Max is sitting there. He knows the number. He's searching his pockets. He doesn't have his nickel. Goes back out to the chief. Chief, can I get change? I don't have a nickel. He only had 50 cents. <laughs> I don't know. I, would, I don't I have think, the exact amount. But. I think it's 50 cents because the chief gave him 45 cents. So the chief still owed him a nickel. So <laughs> Or the dime. It's dime. a dime, I think, to get the phone call. A dime for a phone call. How ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember the, I, I remember back when it was 25 cents. And uh, when it became 35 cents, that, that caused a ruckus. I remember People being complained. 50 cents... But right before I got a cell phone, it was fifty cents because I remember having to call mom and dad to pick me up from school, um, and it was fifty cents. Yeah, I guess I never had to use a phone booth, but I do remember when it went from twenty-five to thirty-five cents, and, and people said, "Oh, your phones. Th- this is the end of, of pay phones. No one's going to yeah. pay thirty-five yeah. cents." And then after, boy, were they wrong! After I went to fifty cents, then I got my Nokia that everyone had that you could run over with a truck, and the battery lasted. 
five weeks. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so anyway. A cell phone. That would have been nice for Max to have in his car. It would have been really handy for Max to have a cell phone. This is the second episode without a shoe phone. We didn't have any shoe phones That's crazy, today. because when I think of Get Smart, no, you're the Get Smart, well, I, I wouldn't say expert, but you're more knowledgeable. Hey. Okay, you're the Get Smart <laughs> expert on this podcast. You're, you're our expert on the podcast. I'm what you got. Deal with it. <laughs> I'm the novice. But what I do know about Get Smart is shoe phone... Um, 86 99. 86 99 I know about the would you believe there you know I had this missed many, it by that miss, much missed it by that much which and I don't think we've have we had a missed it by that much yet I don't think we've had a missed it by that much and the the joke of I I have this my I can break eight boards with my hand would you believe seven would you believe a loaf of bread that those are the four things that I really know about gets smart. sorry about that chief don't even know that. You don't know about nope. okay. I would but say I would phone, say that sorry about that chief is 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 better known than than missed it by that much. Okay, I never heard of sorry about that chief. Okay, but I shoe phone is the number one thing. That is the number one thing, and we have we've, we've I mean, had it in one episode. It is so far. season one. That being said, there are only four seasons. Five. There are only five seasons. I mean, we're in Wisconsin, so there's two seasons: winter and construction. Oh my goodness! But winter this year was on a Wednesday so far. <laughs> no, it keeps it keeps coming back. Win- winter's not going away. Oh, sorry. Summer this year was on a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so okay. Um, so then ninety nine is missing. Max yep. goes back to the perfume counter. Some old lady is there. She's been working there all day, according to her. So yep. it's it's there wasn't another agent. So Max goes to find other agents. Well, it, it, no. First of all, he he kind of. Uh, uh, drops. I'm doing air quotes here, which is great on a podcast. Drops a pen. <laughs> Come uh, on, can't you guys see that? Picks Jeez. it up and 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 sets the uh, the the cap on the counter. Grabs the pen and walks away. Uh, the the pen is apparently a, a, a listening device. Yep. So he, microphone. Uh, he can hear piece. the the lady in hair bunny come up and and. Uh, the lady says that they're rounding up the other agents, but the the lady who was working at the counter got away. Right. She's so, missing. So ninety nine is safe. Not the case for Santa Claus. No. Because Max goes to search for the other agents and Santa Claus is is, is gone, presumably dead. Yep. The, uh, the mannequin's gone, presumably dead. And then the man behind the mirror... 53 is definitely is dead. ...is definitely dead because Max finds him behind the mirror with three, count them, three... Stabbed uh, knives. Uh, knives, not even just stab wounds. They didn't. They didn't just. Who knows how many stab wounds? Yeah, they didn't take out the knife. No, they just got three separate knives and just one right after the other, right yeah. into his back. So and he's, they, he's they gone. cut the curtain. So it's not like it's not like they threw the knives and ran. Mm-hmm. They cut the curtain. So Santa Claus is dead. Santa. Well, they even say the three other the three other agents are dead. Later they're taking care of. They say taking care. Taking care of. Care of. They're, they're, I mean, we can only assume they. We can only assume that they killed Santa Claus. So. Max finds 99 in some recording studio. She's hiding out in the music department. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently in, in department stores there, you, you could go and... I'm, I'm assuming you go to test out the instruments? I don't know. I, don't, I can't imagine that they're recording studios, Well, really. it had a reel-to-reel tape player. Maybe it is a recording studio, so... so yeah, I don't know. It had a reel-to-reel. Yeah, you, reel. you, th- you think you can do a lot at Walmart. <laughs> you can't go there and record a, a, a hit single and get cheese... And bread. Do you think they had cheese and bread at this department store? Probably not. Okay, so you can't go there and get a nice hat. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, so Max takes out his pocket watch, TV communicator. 
pulls out the two antennas, turns it he's, on. He's going to call control to let him know. Because 99 figured out that they're uh, they're transmitting the uh, information by switching cartridges. Oh, that's right. Uh, in, in dolls. Talking dolls. In talking dolls. So they're they're delivering these dolls to chaos agents, and then they're they're taking so. Basically, they're they're uh, uh, doing this. I'm assuming through cassette tape. I don't know if they had cassette tapes back then. Tape cart. They, she did call it tape, tape cartridges. cartridges. Yeah, so, it wasn't a cassette I mean, tape, but it was a real like a, a tape cartridge. Okay, so uh, out of these talking dolls. So she figures out because uh, you know Max doesn't do any actual detective work. He just bumbles through it. So 99 actually did all the work yeah. off camera. Yeah, I'm sure it was thrilling. I'm well, sure she found out. Yeah, it would working be working in the perfume department. I don't would, know how she figured this out. It would be great if we had a show about ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, she it, it must have been it must have been action packed how she how yeah. she uh, escaped the uh, the hair bunny from 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 shooting her and, and figured out that and it was figured the this dolls. out. I mean, man, a ninety nine show would be great. It must have been a that must have been a great episode. Yeah, but but we don't get that. She no. figures it out and. So, and they have to get the uh, the doll out, but the only way they can get well, out... Well, first Max oh. tries to call control. Oh. Hi, this is your audio mixer, Chris. Uh, my apologies. Apparently, at this point, the recording of Ben and Laura cut out on me. I'll look into that for future weeks. Uh, but thank you very much for listening this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Head over to uh, our website. I'll have our... Their, their email linked on there so you can email them at the show that'll be get smarter at narclinic.com that's get smarter all one word at n-a-r-c-l-i-n-i-n-c n-a-r-c-l-a-n-i-n-c dot com I think I said that wrong the first time and uh, we'll look forward to you listening to Ben and Laura next week Thank you so much for giving us a chance. Have a great week.